0: Welcome back to The Creative Herd. In this episode, I sat down with Braven, who's an up-and-coming artist, and he's just about to release his first EP. He's been making music for years, but uh, in the episode, we kind of sit down and dive into um, his upbringing in music and how you learn to trust your gut when things sound good or maybe don't sound good. And the processes of what it takes to, you know, just go from the ground up and build an EP. and what it takes to actually put it out so i hope you enjoy the episode let's get right into it
1: creative talented people putting in hours and years of work that are like they don't get noticed because they don't have branding they don't have marketing or they're not marketable
0: i mean just throw a chair off a balcony i
1: think sure that could, could be your pr campaign that's all it takes like sometimes I wonder, do they have people literally finding them, telling them do these crazy things, and will make you a star? Because it wouldn't be crazy to me, personally. I can't even fathom why she did that. No, dude, I uh, don't know how your brain doesn't work. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that's crazy to me. Um,
0: I try to give like a little intro before the mm-hmm. episode actually starts. Yeah. But if you had to give your own intro,
1: damn. What would it be? Um. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would just probably play a guitar because I hate talking. I <laughs> know. Uh, I guess I would just say that um, my name's Braven. I'm an artist. I'm 23 years old. I've been doing music for over 15 years. I'm self taught. I write and produce my own stuff. And I'm basically, this year, I'm finally trying to come out strong and not, mm-hmm. not doubt myself, not hold myself back because I feel like I've done that for the last like five years. And I just want to be out there like I, it's Gary V, bro. Gary Vee changes, changed every man's life. He was just like, put out content, put out content. Like, stop playing yourself.
0: You were making it, but just not putting it out. Yeah,
1: I was just keeping it in a laptop, keeping it in Chris's basement. Like, just like <laughs> the most low key, like too scared to show anyone. And then I show people and they like it. Yeah. And then I'm still too scared to show, to release it. Like, what is that? You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. But this year, you literally like came in with a plan. Yeah. Starting in January. And it's like, all right, I'm going to drop a single also a music video Mm -hmm. and you recently just dropped another single
1: yeah that was it bro that's literally like it was just like you know what it wasn't even really overly thought out it was thought out but it was a lot of it was fuck it go like Mm -hmm. you have to go yeah you're 23 you're not getting younger the music industry is not forgiving and they're gonna love it or hate it either way Mm -hmm. so i was like yo man i'm just ready like this year i started going to the studio with paul my boy indigo Sun, and like that's it like he was big on like it's it's when he i respect him a lot i look up to him a lot i met him at university Mm -hmm. and it was just like when he was telling me like it's time to go he's like like what are you doing he's like you have albums worth of music like you need to put something out and it was kind of let's sit down let's think of a kind of the best way to approach it off top Mm -hmm. and then we kind of came to streetlights and then we elevated to she the type and we're hoping to move forward from there how old is streetlights Streetlights is hella old. It's like three years old now because that's one of the first, that's probably first 20 songs I ever produced, like when I first learned how to use Logic and stuff like that. So like it's Jeez. it's way back. Like I'm pretty sure I was working at Green Envy. I was doing landscaping. Whoa. Yeah. Like, green Envy days. Green Envy days. <laughs> like it's
0: old, bro. What would you say like you fit in most with, or maybe not even fit in most with, but what's your um, preferred like playing guitar,
1: vocals, mm-hmm. um, keys. My definite like home in music, like where my heart is in music, is guitar. Yeah. Like I, that's what I've been doing since I'm eight. That's that's the thing I've had for fifteen years for sure. Then I kind of I got into high school and when we were doing theory, they were teaching us in vocal class. Mm-hmm. So it was sorry, it would be guitar and singing because obviously you just if you can sing, you've been singing your whole life, kind of thing, you know, yeah. M- most your life probably. And then I got into high school, they were teaching us theory on piano, and I was like. Yo, this is a 135. That's a triad. I'm like, "Oh, these are core." Oh, this is easy, bro. And I started playing piano. And then I got out of high school. I got my logic stuff and I started producing. And that was the biggest learning curve cuz that was more understanding a software. Taking it to digital? Yeah, moving yeah. into a digital program and digital programs are sort of unforgiving. Like a live performance. Mm-hmm. If I'm lagging behind or something, nobody knows, nobody cares. But when you're playing to a metronome click track recording yeah yeah it cares (laughs) it really cares it's like you suck you suck you suck you suck (laughs) oh okay let me just take this for the 50th time no problem that's jokes but yeah i would say guitars that's that's the home for me in music that's where i kind of center everything that's (laughs) where i'm most experienced since you were eight yeah that's from eight so
0: when you think of something like um some sort of melody or something in your head you pick up your guitar first
1: Actually, see, yeah, sorry. So y- when I want <laughs> to play music, like, yes, it's my guitar. Like, that's my most expressive thing. I don't have to think. Mm-hmm. And I can play at a certain level that's, like, uh, upper level of musicianship. Mm-hmm. And it just is natural. For songwriting, I actually like to really sit down at a piano, figure out a chord progression. Because for me, the piano, it's all by ear for me, like how I've learned. But yeah. the piano is the most visual because, like I said, I learned it at, th- at with theory. Yeah. So you kind of, I learned uh, to connect okay. them. Guitar doesn't have, like, white keys, black keys. It has a 100, all these frets. It's yeah. just, like, I, I don't... I still don't know proper scale shapes. I don't know, bro. I just play. It just sounds yeah. good. Like You just have the ear. Yeah, it. I know if that's a good note or a bad note. Like, mm-hmm. is that right or wrong?
0: I find, um in the music world, like, I play guitar, but I don't have the, the ear for it. Mm-hmm. It's more of just, like, the years of, like, looking at theory and stuff. And I find that's, like, a huge thing. Um, with musicians, it's, like, you either have that people who literally can't even read notes but they're fantastic at like just listening to like jazz and then just like play it back to you
1: crazy like i wouldn't say i'm that person like fully like i have to sit down to regurgitate a track yeah but you're just listening yeah absolutely and like you can kind of pick up chord progressions and melodies over time like melanie Mm -hmm. faye is a guitarist bro and she's like this younger girl and John Mayer's co signer all the time. Like, you guys need to look at this girl. Like, she's unreal. And you, you listen to her talk, bro. She's like, I don't know theory. Like, mm-hmm. I just play guitar. And yeah. I'm like, you're probably one of the best guitarists out right now. And you're just a young kid. Like, it's amazing. So it doesn't matter in music. The biggest thing, bro, I'll say to any person who wants to make music, trust your ear. Did your mm-hmm. ear say that that sounded good or bad? Some people's ears lie to them, but <laughs> that's okay. But like, just trust that. If your stomach is telling you, nah, that's not it, it's not it. Mm hmm. While you were making music over all
0: those years before you started putting it out, like what were your ears telling you?
1: Okay, my ears were telling me, no, my ear. Oh, it's hard, bro. I don't know where the disconnect. (laughs) I don't know which part it was. It was my mind or my heart or my ears that were telling me like, no, it's not there. But I think it was all in my head. My ears knew it was good (laughs) because, yo, like I'm like this 14 year old kid turning his guitar up to 10 jamming along to the Black Keys, jamming along to Guns N' Roses, and, like, most parents are, like... Bah, bah, bah. Turn that down. My parents are like, bah, bah, bah. sounds fucking lit. <laughs> They're like, turn it up. Are you recording that? Are you not? Rec- what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm just jamming, mom. I have angst. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, like, I've been being pushed. Like, when I went to university, bro, my mom's like, You're an idiot. Drop out and spend that money on an album. She literally said that to me verbatim. Wow. Like, I don't come from a typical background in that regard. Like, they've always pushed me to go to music. Go to music. Don't do the standard nine to five route, Mm -hmm. which is a blessing, but at times it's a little problematic because they can put their nose a little further into it because they want to be so involved. And sometimes it's like, yo, everything I've done up to this point was by myself as a result of me Mm -hmm. and my decisions. So please like offer your input. I love input, but you know, those ones when your parents are just kind of like, this is the answer. (laughs) You're like, this is fucking so not the answer. I shouldn't make a blues cover band. What are you talking about? (laughs) I guess more so than it It was just
0: inside your own head. It was big time. Because if you head. had literally your parents pushing you, everybody around you, but that also might, that might be the stem of the problem because everybody is telling you one thing and you're like, well, I don't actually know. And mm-hmm. then you're into this imposter syndrome of like, Am I actually good, or are people just, like, lying to my face? That is so (laughs) hitting
1: the nail on the head, dude. Because it was like, these are people that love me. Like, unconditionally. They don't have a choice. It's my family. Like, of course my mom's going to think I'm the greatest person to ever pick up a guitar. Yeah. So how do you gauge that? And then the only people I was sharing it with were friends. So, of course, your friends are kind of obligated to tell you if they like it. So it's, like, just... Bias across the board was always bias. I never really had a person who didn't know me from another person to just give me some feedback. But that was because I was so, I was afraid, like I wasn't confident enough to just pick up a guitar and -hmm. play for people, you know, Mm -hmm. it was in my head though. How'd you get out of it then? It was a big challenge. It's a lot of, you need to tell yourself that you're your own worst enemy every time. Like, like I'm the only person holding me back. Yeah. And I have all these expectations of what this is going to do and who's going to like it, who's not going to like it. And it's like, yo, the way that I'm in my head right now, every other person gets to be in their own head all day. So Facts. that's happening with everybody all the time. They're going to make their own decisions based on everything that affects them in their life. So like, I can't, I was assuming what people would think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was holding me back greatly. Because I'm like, nah, th- well, this person will like this song, but this person won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like- Already making
0: those decisions. I'm assuming what people yeah. are going to think.
1: What an idiot. Like, I'm so dumb. Like, I have no idea. Just like I said before, I thought that uh, streetlight single would be like a demographic towards women. And when I look at my analytics, it's 56% men listening to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what people are going to think. I don't know what they want. I-, I just had to basically say, okay, this voice inside my head- is a bad guy (laughs) he's not a good guy he doesn't want me to eat so i need to just like shut him up and go and just put blinders on bro Mm -hmm. set a goal it was just like have goals if you make small feasible goals like finish recording this amount of the songs by this date yeah be ready to consider releasing songs by this time and then now it's really gotten deep and just be putting it out by now like this is this is We're going, oh, two weeks from now, this is happening? Okay. (laughs) You know, and you have to do it. So you got to kind of beat yourself and just say, the only person holding me back is me. Yeah. So I'm going to not listen to me anymore. (laughs) And stop like, because it's so easy to get in that overthinking journey of just like, ah,
0: these people aren't going to like it. This group of people, it's not for them. And like... You actually can't make
1: those decisions. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm just deciding that that group of people won't like it. Like I don't know what they're going through. Maybe that song. Maybe it's just really relevant at their life at that point, and that's why they receive it a certain way. You know? Do you still have that like nervousness of when you put your tracks out? Anyways, though. Huge, huge, huge. Like I don't think the the nerves I'll ever be able to shake. Like for me, I would way rather get up. It's a little bit different, but I'd rather get up on stage in front of three thousand people than play for three people in a room. So, like, it's this weirdest thing about music. Like, there's a certain... Like, when it's intimate, it's scary. Mm -hmm. So, it's not scary when you're releasing music to the world because it's, like, so broad. But there's still that fear of, like... It could just take... One really negative person commenting on something to trigger everyone else to be negative about it, you yeah, know because yeah, people yeah. are sheeple, yo yeah, go on Instagram and look at the comment section on anything, mm-hmm. whatever the top comment is in the first one, everybody just everyone's just regurgitating that, yeah, no one's offering you a dialectic look at anything like you're not allowed to have two sides of a coin you' you've played shows before though, yeah, yeah, I've played a couple but
0: um that was before kind of this journey of like not giving. A single fuck.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was, that. It's actually a really good point. Because when those shows, like you came out to them, those were trying to cater to people. Was thinking like, what does this community want? Because that was like a hip hop driven idea back then. And it was like, what do people in hip hop like? Mm-hmm. I need to fit into that. While being different. I've always wanted to be different. But like, I have to, yeah, I have to fit inside of a certain box. And mm-hmm. that was like, That wasn't that that I realized that wasn't it, and it was the proof was in the pudding. I'm playing a bar with like thirty people, and it's all my homies. It's not like random. Like it wasn't the way to go. The universe was telling me like, uh, it's almost (laughs) you're you're doing the right ish stuff. Yeah, it's just
0: again, it's just overcoming that like anxiety inside your head to to what you said of like not fit in that box and just like journey outside and be like, okay, nobody and acknowledge that like and be okay with the fact that, like, if I do this, as long as I like it and nobody fucking listens to it, I'm still going to keep doing it because I like it and now I'm true to myself and I'm just going to keep putting out music.
1: Bro, abs- with She the Type, that was that song. Can I kind of dive into that real yeah, quick? Yeah, dude. She the Type was, like, that was, like, right after, like, a breakup with the this girl I dated for a long time. And I was at home and I was beating myself up about mm-hmm. it. And, dude, I'm in my basement in my little, like, cook-up spot I had at the time where I had my piano out and stuff, and I was trying to make music because I was feeling so lousy. And, like, I was so uninspired, and it was really concerning to me because I was in my favorite place I love to be. It was a sunny, beautiful day. It's, like, pouring in through the, the oh, window. Man. It was, like, picturesque. It was a movie, bro. It was, like, the perfect setting to make music. And I went, dude, I'm not even really sad right now. I'm numb. Like, I just don't give about anything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't give a fuck right now. I'm just... Would rather be sleeping. And I was like, that's so unhealthy. So I forced myself to write a song. I took an old chord progression from a song I wrote for her that was like a lovey song. And was like, Bun that, I'm gonna reflip this. And I wrote she the type and, and recorded the original demo in like 30, 45 minutes. So like it was super fast, super organic, and it was just like, I'm not that was one of the first times I beat the voice in my head. I was like, She the type, blah blah blah. She the type, this, this, that. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about being repetitive. I wasn't worried about song structure. I was worried about forcing myself to feel something and putting it into a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so this kind of like it's it's honestly not giving a fuck that beats it. Cause it was I I gave so many fucks. That's why I was down in that rut. And I went, I have to give no fucks and just let that emotion be expressed. Yeah. And then for me, literally raw of what you're thinking, unfiltered, unfiltered, just here we go. Like, I'm not worried about anybody's feelings. I'm not even worried about what you guys think of me. And she, the mm-hmm. type is that like, for me, that's my best piece of art. Like, I love it. It's so real and true to me that like, I didn't care if a hundred people said it's the worst song they've ever heard or like the structure is weird or this is unconventional in any type of way. I was like, honestly, at the end of the day, this is what I, I felt. And I had to share it with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that was such a big learning step for me to be like, yo. I, it made me understand that process of it doesn't matter what people think. Because like, even to this day, if everyone told me they hated it, I'd be like, this is my favorite song.
0: I love <laughs> listening to the
1: song. I just want to go cry in a bathtub and listen to the song. <laughs> it gets me going. That's awesome. But yeah,
0: the learning curve of like not listening to those voices in your head and overcoming that is definitely amazing. Does that carry over to um now making
1: music in the future facts yeah once i beat it it turned into full steam so right now like i have an ep coming out Mm -hmm. shortly probably within the next couple months maybe next month it's a five song thing and from there we already have goals ready in place like it's honestly like once once you build momentum too man it's Mm -hmm. so important to keep grinding yeah because people are only interested for so long and you have that (laughs) energy under your wings you know like it carries you. It really does. Like, the positive feedback and stuff like that, it helps you realize, like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm doing going. something right. And, like, as long as... You should be making your art for you always, regardless mm-hmm. of people liking it. But when people are taking to it in some way, you should be. You should acknowledge it and try to cater to it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Give them content at least. I do,
0: I do agree to that uh, in, in terms of, like, I don't know what the right wording to use because I don't want to go too far off on, on like... Like bending to what people want. Agreed, agreed. But you do what you said. Like you do have to like give them something. One, one for me. One for you. One for like exactly. As long as
1: you're still getting like what you need to keep going. As long as you're being genuine to yourself, regard like you can still like. I wrote a song called "Gotta Say," and it was like we were going for like a Calvin Harris kind of bop, like Mm -hmm. a summer bop. I don't listen to summer bops all day. I listen to sad-ass music, bro. I like sad, melancholy stuff. Like, it just resonates with me better. And when I wrote it, it felt sort of unnatural. But I knew that I was giving people something they were familiar with and that they would like. And every time I've kind of showed people that, they're like, this is you? Like, you you playing all this stuff? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And it's just like, yeah, man, like, this is it. Like I, I, It was kind of like a, eh, a throwaway. It was like a pop song to me. But, like, it's... From the limited people who've seen it, they loved it, and yeah. it's like, okay, so I need to give them that that yeah. thing they know, they're mm-hmm. familiar with, to turn them on to the thing that's really me, which would be more of the she the type type songs, things like that that are just genuine. Got it. You know, so there's definitely the importance of yeah what those people are like. Thinking. That's the route to like kind of
0: win them over. Essentially, mm-hmm. I really feel like I'm excited for you because I feel like 2019 is really going to be a. a um, A sort of breakthrough year of for you in in the world of like making music and like getting that momentum keeping it and just keep building on it Mm -hmm. and i think that's
1: pretty fucking exciting to have an ep yeah already
0: coming out this early in the
1: year yeah thank you yeah bro i'm telling you the amount of music that is sitting in a laptop right now There's, like, years before I... That's just when I got into digital. Before that, there's years and years of singer-songwriter learning how to write songs, learning... Like, the amount of content is actually, like... I know why people were smacking me in the back of the head and saying, go. Because it's just, like, (laughs) you have so much stuff done. And it's really what I was saying before. It's just trimming, trimming, trimming. What's good? What's up to date still? And what do I think will hit home with people while encompassing what I want to be viewed as? You know?
0: Yeah, because now you have that, like... Um, just more tuned ear as the years go on, your you ear kinda gets pick better. Up, yeah,
1: yeah, and you sort of pick up how like what it is that takes to people's ears, you know. Mm-hmm. And now having finally put stuff out, the importance again of putting stuff out is getting that feedback, yo. Hearing what is working and what's not working, and like, it's just huge. It's 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 an important thing to always be conscious of is what these people are saying. At least you don't always have to give them what they want per se, but I need to know what's going on in people's
0: heads. What's your idea of just like making something and immediately putting it out? (laughs) Like the balance of like sitting on music, like
1: you've done that before, Mm -hmm. but you've kind of switched over to like... I believe it's important to sit on your music at the start. At the very beginning of your career like because this is the beginning of my career to everybody's like what they're perceiving yeah this is just all they've seen is now so it looks like wow he's doing all this right away it's like i have years invested so at the start though i was so ready to be like i have 50 songs Mm -hmm. you know and just throw them at people and again my buddy paul was just like Nah. (laughs) he's like bro that's that's kind of not how you do it and like there was like this like you don't know. Shut up. Like, I'm going to do it. But he knows, like, he's sold out Cameron House with his band before and stuff. Like, he knows. He's always. That's why he's my guy that I listen to. And yeah. if I hadn't had that person guiding me, I may have fouled my own name and my own image early on. So just at the start, when you know you're still, because I knew I was feeling out what I, my sound is and stuff, mm-hmm. to at least have that filter of, like, let me sit on this song for, like, a few months and go back. And if it still slaps, it still slaps. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's like with streetlights. That's three years I sat on that going, is this good? That's insane. Yeah. Oh man, there's so many like that. I couldn't imagine sitting on a video for
0: over a year and then going back to putting it out. Shout out
1: Paul. It was all his fault, bro.
0: (laughs) He made me do it. He was like, no, you're not doing it yet. But uh, like in that time, you immediately get so much better. So the things that people are
1: hearing right now, like you're already exceeding your abilities. Pretty well, bro. Like this stuff is... Is dated more or less, not to to discredit it in any way or try to like big my own head up, but like I know where my skill sets at now and where the people I'm working with their skill set is at as well. And mm-hmm. I know that it's higher than what I've shown people. She the type is pretty relevant. It's an old song, but it's re recorded and stuff. So it's kind of more accurate to what's gonna be coming mm-hmm. and like the the level we're at. Production wise, songwriting wise, and all that stuff. But then he is still old, bro. It's just as old as streetlights. That like, just means the future is gonna be sick. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, bro. That's all. I, that's all I want. Because the the EP is also kind of a chance of of grabbing all those old songs and what's still popping and being able. It's the only chance I'll get to put it out because of where I am in my career. Mm-hmm. If I give you like album version, Braven, that's like where I am now that we were just talking about, I can't go back. Yeah. If I move backwards, people will be Doesn't like, it's a regression. I'm very confused. How did you start sucking all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a clean slate, no one knows what to expect of you. And that's where, again, holding your music at the start is important because yeah. people are a lot more forgiving at the start. So if you wait till you know you have a, like a hard seven and a half of a song, mm-hmm. you have a lot better of a chance than, because every artist, when they first make something, it's always 10 out of 10. 'Cause your emotions are attached. Yeah. You're like, I love this, this is the best thing. But I've if you ever would done. give it a little time. You should really sit on it. It probably won't be a Yeah. <laughs> You'll start seeing all the little like uh rounded edges and you're like, uh, no. It's not <laughs> it's not there. It's not there. So there's the importance of that. That's that patience. Oh, I'm so sorry, everybody. What was it? That? that was a cell phone. <laughs> let pretend it wasn't five hundred dollars,
0: drop it on the ground. It's fine. <laughs> So right now, what like what's next for you
1: currently is dropping this EP. Like it's, that's biggest on your mind. Yeah, that's the current next goal. I only only reason I don't give you a final date is I don't want to set any final dates and pressure myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it will be within at it's not it'll be within a month to t- two months maximum, depending on logistics. Cool. What's like the process behind,
0: um, like writing and making an EP? Does this have a like a theme to it, or is it? just a collection of your favorites from the past
1: it's more of a collection of my favorites from the past so it's it's a little bit harder to comment on the process for in this particular example because Mm -hmm. it's just a collection of older stuff yeah so the process of all those songs was different and at different times as a result of different things but there is kind of a general cohesive theme to the ep like it's just kind of an honest retelling of like Stuff that was happening to me in my life at that time that hit home with you Yeah, and and trying to kind of like paint a picture of just like who braven is like who am I i'm like What what am I about? What are the things that are important to me? And like also though, it's always important when i'm writing it to be Just expressing what I feel like in that moment like unapologetically more or less Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to build a brand at the same time as being honest with myself about who I am I don't want to sacrifice too much of the real braven. Yeah, you know? I get that. So, but the the process was, it was cool because my buddy Paul went to Metalworks and he got his engineering degree and stuff like that. Like he's a certified engineer. So when he kind of showed me that the basement studio that we had been meeting up in at university was vamped up to a whole nother level, it really drove me to be like, yo, I'm ready. If you're ready, <laughs> dog, <laughs> Like if you're about this, I am, I'm coming down. And so the biggest thing was going there every weekend and mm-hmm. staying up to like four in the morning every day, repeatedly being in the booth for like 12 hours and just retracking all these songs, looking at what we have and being like, all right, we're going to start snipping. It's kind of, I feel like that's kind of the general process of most projects is like mm-hmm. you just build a collection of shit and then you got to go, what has some cohesion mm-hmm. and what is good.
0: Yeah. Flush it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and like, even like, honestly, I think I'm cutting songs right now. That I think are good, but they don't really fit with what we're trying to do. Doesn't make them bad songs, just that it doesn't it doesn't have a whole a whole idea. Like it's not holistic. It's very just like, it'll look so eclectic, like I'm just pulling from every little thing. Because I have yeah. so many different sources that I draw my ideas from. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And all these different styles that I'm into that it's like okay you kind of have to narrow it down
0: is there like one because the both singles that you already put out are vastly different yeah the ep the same kind of road like every song (laughs) is a little bit
1: different i will say (laughs) they're yeah they're all a little different but i think i did a good job of having a general idea like a a theme through it it's not it's not like conceptual or nothing like that Mm -hmm. it's just there's I don't even know what the hell you'd call the theme like it's like about my life it was i went through a big heartbreak i went through the shock of leaving high school you're important in high school because you're in a small little micro community so if you have a lot if you're well liked when you go into the real world and it just shits on you and doesn't care who you are and you're cutting people's grass for 13 dollars an hour like it makes you realize some shit bro like the world is unforgiving like we've all been fed this idea you're special you're gonna do great Maybe I am special. Maybe I am going to do great, but not just cuz all you assholes told me. <laughs> like yeah. there's hard work that goes into this. 100%. And like so getting kind of chewed up and spit out by the world, that that took the carpet out from under my feet, bro. That shook me up, that grounded me for a long time where it was kind of part of why I didn't want to put stuff out. I was so used to like go sing at the talent show and people being like, "You're amazing, la la la." Mm-hmm. And then you're making songs and like no one's telling you you're amazing anymore. So like you kind of have to feel it yourself, you know? Yeah. And then it's hard because I've always like, I don't want to not be humble. I don't want to be like, seem like some egotistical asshole that's like, I am the greatest ever. Yeah. But like, I know that I'm talented. I know that I'm a good musician. That's a line
0: too. That's a fine line between like staying humble and like pushing shit on people mm-hmm. and like making them. You're like you need
1: to watch this because I'm good, yeah. it's hard. But and, like, like but then how, like, how do you sell something to someone and say, yo, check this out without mm-hmm. kind of prefacing that you're good. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's such a hard balance to find because mm-hmm. I'm like trying to tell people like, no, I genuinely think you will be interested in this. That's why I'm messaging you. I've yeah. seen the taste of music you like based on shit you share in your stories and stuff. And like, I think this is something that you'd like. Yeah. And I have this experience, so I'm not just some duppy kid, you know? Because mm-hmm. how many people are sending links all day to all kinds of people? And yeah. It's some kid in SoundCloud, I got the money off sending my wrist. And you're like, it's like mixed. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, dude, who is, who is in charge of this shit? Like, yeah. Uh, Actually, though. Sometimes you question, you know, what's going on in people's heads when they put stuff out. And that was part of why I was afraid. You're comparing ourselves is deadly, bro. I'm sitting here comparing myself to people that are, I'm sorry, but trash sometimes. Like those guys that are SoundCloud rappers that are like, and I'm like, oh my God, man. Like, am I that bad? Do I sound like that? Like, you can't do it. You got to put the blinders on. You got to go. Music is a little weird because the
0: way to kind of get recognized is not really something that you can specifically do because it's a word of mouth thing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like you can share to a certain extent, but like you'll get more recognition from like sharing it once and then that person building the web, like you can't exactly. really
1: build the web essentially. I have two thousand something followers on my Instagram. I can share promo for my song eight times in a day. I still reach the same 2,000 people. Yeah, you need one of those 2,000 to put it on. Their their story. Yeah. Their like that's the way platform.
0: music kinda grows because people share music. They don't really mm-hmm. there's not a whole how much shit are you
1: dropping? Dude, you know how many things are <laughs> in my pocket? Like if, if dudes could wear purses, I would probably need one. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Sorry, sir. Isn't that a satchel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have those, but I was afraid of judgment yet again. <laughs> there's like eight satchels in my house. <gasps> I'm gonna start bringing it back out more.
0: That's amazing. Sorry. <laughs> the kit would have been insane with that sweater. It's a sick sweater, man. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Okay,
1: so I'm telling the world about it. My dad roasted me before I came out. See that, dad? You don't know, bro. This shit's popping. I got wolves. I got fuzzy fleece. It's dope. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not listening to old people no more.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about, like, your habits that you kind of built over the years. Because there has to been some other than like um specifically targeting growth other than just like picking up a guitar or sitting down at piano when you feel like it yeah to the point where you're like i haven't done this in like over a month i need to grow and sit down and force myself Mm -hmm. to get the bad ideas to come out so you can get those good ideas out and yeah like identify them absolutely is there ways that you kind of noticed along the way that you're like oh okay if i sit down three times a week it's
1: actually like I'm actually, ironically, and I'm kind of like on that side of what you said not to do, like like I'm, I, I sit and like wait till I feel it. Like mm-hmm. I don't like to force myself to write mm-hmm. too, too much. Like f- one of the habits I have is like I'll be sitting there and I'll usually I'll come home from work. I'm tired. I'll go outside. I'll smoke a doobie and then I'll be like bumping music. I'm always playing music. That's one thing that's definitive about me like I have headphones on or I have music out my phone I'm that annoying guy walking down the street listening to his music people look at me and go fuck you this song slaps Like I don't even care bro so you're li- like intaking constantly. you're always like listening. constantly I'm always trying to see I follow pages on Instagram and stuff like that that give me updates about artists I like or new music that's coming out I just even I even like to look at music that's just popping that has good follow like I don't listen to Ariana Grande but her album's on my phone I was listening to Fake Smile before I came here. like Or like, hey, break up with your girlfriend. I'm this or that. Whatever the hell that song's called. Because it's relevant. It just does, to keep up to date? Yeah. That- it's, it's it's to stay informed with what's selling and okay. have an idea of that, again, what's that thing that's familiar. Because whatever they're doing works. Ariana Grande is out here selling Clearly. records. Yeah, so And it's not that I don't like her music. Or anything. I, she's dope. She's an incredibly talented person. She's a great singer. It's just I'm not super into pop music. And kind of upbeat dance stuff all day. yeah. But I still want to look at it to have an idea. So one of my habits is always having music going mm-hmm. to constantly source information. But then I was listening to Ariana Grande and then I was listening to Black Star right after. Which is like, in my opinion, top 10 hip hop albums of all time. Like True. encompasses old school hip hop. You know what I mean? So like the sources I'm pulling from within two minutes of each other can be this side of the spectrum and this side. So I'm always just willing to intake good music. So your brain's always doing something, listening, Constantly. working, bro. When I was working at this factory, I was listening to some of my songs, and there's a uh, with my headphones in, and there's a buzz that came from the machines, like an ambient noise that was happening, and it was like in tune with my song. <laughs> And I was like, "Holy fuck! I have to sample this. I have to sample this. How am I gonna sample this? I can't bring all these mics and stuff here." But like, that's how much my brain is is going on music all the time. I just heard ambient noise that sounded fire and was like, "I need it. I need it. <laughs> it has yeah. to be in the song." Like, I don't turn that off. And YouTube, bro, YouTube and Google are your best friends. Everything you've ever wanted to know, anything you'll ever need to know, is on there. <laughs> you can go teach yourself. Stop spending your money on post-secondary education, shots fired. (laughs) You can do it on the internet, bro. Dude, I agree with that. Like, I really think if you can apply yourself and you know how to source good information from bad information, you don't need to get a fucking debt.
0: But there also becomes, like, you need to have drive to self-learn. Of course, yeah. So if you're not really 100% in, Mm -hmm. then you're not gonna... You're not gonna do it. Which is totally fine, but, like, the amount of people that spend money on school... Mm-hmm. Just to have a degree because that's what you do, yeah. And then
1: come out with debt, <laughs> and no job, yeah. And they they move back in with their parents, and they're fucked up. They feel like, oh my god, I'm a failure. Not really. You're just playing a losing game. <laughs> like you're literally not trying to break the mold, which yeah. is cool. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting stability, nine to five, and a white picket fence. Good for you. You'll live a happy life. But like you're actually not going to impact anything. You're just meandering, in my opinion, when you follow the 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 path that somebody's carved out for you 100 ask yourself why that path exists probably because people who are rich and empowered don't want people challenging their power 100%, 100%. or money like you guys like people don't even think bro like and then i have people pointing fingers at me conspiracy theorist. nah conscious <laughs> like True. thinking just trying to be aware of what what i'm being fed yep. all the time by society and why am i being fed it they feed us sugar refined sugars it's literally poison I eat it all day. I fucking love it. That's all I eat. <laughs> but like, I acknowledge at least they're doing things that they that are to stifle yeah. you, you know? As
0: long as you can, in my opinion, acknowledge it, then you're on the right track. Absolutely agreed. You like, don't have to know the answer. Yeah, You just have to be
1: thinking. Yeah. As long as you're thinking like, about it.
0: At least make your own damn assumptions of like <sighs> what's actually happening rather than just be like, well, I said that on the TV, so mm-hmm. that must be what's happening. Or regurgitating
1: your Facebook feed like seeing like a story they get shared and you're like bro that's two and a half minutes maximum of information you got and you think that's this full story yeah the guy that wrote that article researched it for two days at least yeah like come on like and then they write with a bias because everyone does that and i just think we have no people looking at shit with a filter bro we're just like yeah yeah, uh. spoon feed me please like this learned helplessness is so dangerous to society bro Sorry to rant a little bit about society and get off music there, but that's fast. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> no worries, man. <laughs> it's just where, like, That's kind of also, though, part of how I get to where I am with my music. That's part of what I want my music to be is this real, genuine, like, yo, I'm not just doing what I'm supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. if you leave my song and you didn't think at all, not that I think these other two songs that are out right now, the singles really encompass that so much because they're more specific. They're kind of obviously about a girl. Mm-hmm. whereas Like more storytelling. Right, yeah, and like telling you my perspective on an v- issue. But like when I was really into hip-hop, I was writing political-ass bars, and I want you to hear it and be like, oh, wait, whoa, you know, just, just be thinking. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, Think for yourself.
0: That's why like a lot of artists, I want to say now a lot of older artists, dropping when their albums came out it was, it was like that when j cole was doing his stuff like it, even his most recent album that he put out mm-hmm. same kod right yeah same shit yeah like the first time i was listening to that it was a really good wake-up call because i was like whoa the market's saturated now
1: yeah bro dude when that came out i was at work i went outside and said sorry everybody like fuck it all i'm listening to at least half of this album right now i sat in the back of the pickup bed of the truck and hid like hid under the truck so no one could see me and was just listening to this album and i wasn't even in a hip-hop wave at that time and i was so fucking inspired by how genuine his standpoint was like Mm -hmm. i was like i'm making a rap album (laughs) i do it i feel
0: like a lot of times though in like the rap hip-hop world only those guys kind of hover around the those issues and sharing that i don't know why that doesn't really make it as much because it does but not as much in the like the rock and pop
1: and that's a good point yo i never really thought of that and i think that's why i gravitate to hip-hop is that genuineness of like hip-hop is like about like, it's telling you what you need to hear not what you want to hear Like, it doesn't care about your opinion. It's supposed to be just organic and genuine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good point. I never... I I get why pop doesn't do it. Because pop is commercial. It's it's music that is... They're making it to sell it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That music is is based on demand. Yeah. Like, we're just trying to pump it out and give you more, more, more. And that's also where is contesting the room for these guys that are talking about political issues and stuff like that. Or not political issues, but just societal things that, like are happening yeah yeah most people are overlooking like serious this serious problem of drug drug culture getting pushed in popular music Mm -hmm. like promoting to kids to do shit that like is super self damaging and subdues you makes you lazy makes you feel bad about yourself and like causes you to just want to sit at home and be on drugs yeah there's so many side effects there's so many and it's never talked about like yo at the end of the day like okay you can make an album about lean and how you do lean but like you don't have even one song about that one time you woke up the next day and felt like shit? Like, it must have happened <laughs> just... at least once, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least caution the kids a little. Like, oh, hold up, though. By the way. <laughs> yeah. You might want to throw up at the end of the day. Like, Seriously, though.
0: Yeah, if there's a little bit more perspective on, on those things, I think the world would be a little bit better. I just feel like
1: <laughs> the, the music we get a lot now, like a lot of mainstream music, is telling you what to think, and it, as opposed to telling you to think. And those guys like J Cole, those guys like Kendrick, yeah, they're telling you to think, and yeah. they're also usually providing examples of where they want you to think by talking about like violence in the streets of their hometown, like Compton and stuff like that. For Kendrick, yeah, he's not promoting that shit. It's just what he knows. Yeah, it's and just, he's shining light onto it. Yeah, and experiences, like, right? And when you hear it, and it doesn't resonate with you because you're like, well, I'm not out getting shot at on my way to school or selling drugs. Mm-hmm. It's like. Because I had that problem for a while. And it's like, you don't look at it like that. You look at it as trust that this person is being honest and like giving you a picture of the life that like other people live. So like if it's making you uncomfortable to listen, like there's four bitches outside and my homie just got shot for selling a pack. And you're like, that's so degenerate. Why are they talking about that? Why are you pointing? It's like, it's actually happening. It's in their community. (laughs) Like he's actually just trying to paint a picture. He's like, he agrees with you. It is fucked. Mm-hmm. We need to change it. That's why he's talking about it. But if everybody wants to shut that dialogue down because it doesn't cater to their needs or what they want, mm-hmm. or this picture of which perf- happens most often. For sure, and I, I mean, for most people, it will, because honestly, a lot of people listening to music aren't artists. like for if you're not an artist and you're listening to stuff or you're not just really that into music, it's really a consumption-based thing like any other yeah uh, market there is out there. Mm-hmm. like they just want new. They just want to know that all their other friends are going to sing at the club with them. They, they don't, they don't want to like go home and turn the lights off and listen to the dark side of the moon by playing Floyd and like be on a trip. You know what I mean? Go for the ride, be there for the journey. Yeah. And like that, but so there was stuff like that actually, I guess when rock too, like if you look at Pink Floyd, like yeah. they're a really pretty political man. Like, uh, money. I guess
0: it's not like there's more thinking involved with their stuff well specifically that but like Mm. yeah and more maybe it's just harder to write
1: i don't know i don't want to make assumptions yeah yeah. maybe it's just because it was older times too so there was less room for this dialogue where now Mm. because of the internet and because everyone could put up whatever they want if you look at industries like media industries they kind of have to bend like censorship laws are are coming down you go on netflix they're promoting a netflix special i click it thinking it's Must be wholesome if Netflix is promoting it. Mm -hmm. And then Killer Mike's in a strip club and there's like tits out. And I'm watching it in the living room with my family. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I had no idea this was going to happen. I'm so sorry. And like cussing doesn't get bleeped out on Netflix ever. Like in a show. That's true. Watch TV. If you pay for cable, nobody's swearing. So like these old, these older industries for media. I haven't thought about that. They will have to adapt, bro. Yeah. Like they'll have to realize that people like the freedom of being able to just choose for themselves. Mm -hmm. So like, you can't tell me what's appropriate and what's not appropriate all the time. (laughs) Like, like I hear swearing every day. Like it's just, it's part of life. I get that. You don't want kids seeing it. Yeah. But like, because these censorship laws are being pulled back, Mm -hmm. I think it's giving people an outlet to be more vocal in a genuine sense. Whereas like when Pink Floyd was coming out, like it was a record label. They were in charge of everything. They had to green light stuff. Yeah, you had to be approved. You know, there's a standard yeah. to meet. Whereas now it's like, I could do this in my basement all day. Yeah, Damon Paul is making everything by himself, winning, getting nominated for awards and shit. Like that's crazy, bro. Bahamas, same thing. Like, yeah, there's these groups that like you wouldn't have seen back in the day because it was yeah impossible. because it's they have all the tools to basically do it themselves, which is amazing. The only thing an independent artist lacks if they're talented compared to a label artist is label money label connections and label network that's it true like if your music is still good Mm -hmm. you just have to figure out that second bag and you could do it independently yeah it's hard (laughs) but
0: it's doable plus you're avoiding that like like i'm assuming that that um people get sometimes pushed into what to make because Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll put out an album it does really well and they're like Do the exact same thing over again, but maybe those artists want to go and try something. They won't grow,
1: yeah. Like, and that's my biggest fear. Sometimes I'm like, I hope, I hope no one ever tries to box me in like that. Yeah,
0: but I think what you're doing, you're not, you're specifically right from the get-go, not pigeonholing yourself. I'm really trying not to. I can do more than one thing. I like more than one thing, Mm -hmm. and like,
1: that's what I'm gonna do. Like exactly, dude. I have songs that are straight auto tune trap bangers i've made that are like the beat slaps maybe the song's not good like but the beat is at least slapping <laughs> and i'm like i want to put this out but i'm afraid it won't get received in the same realm of feasibleness with street lights and she the type and mm-hmm. then i have a song called waste my time like please don't waste my time like it's a uh, banger like you know what i mean like, yeah but like you said i don't want to pigeonhole myself So it's kind of good to be putting out these... You'll see with the EP. Like, you'll see the... I think the biggest thing about me is I have an eclectic sound. It is me pulling from a broad range of things Mm -hmm. and trying to amalgamate them. I just want them all to come together and not sound like you're listening to a Young Thug song and then there's a blues guitar solo. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like Young Thug making a blues guitar sample or something. You know what I mean? Like, making it all mesh. Yeah, a little more, like, cohesion
0: in it. Exactly. Um, Can you give... Three, do you feel like three albums or artists that people need to listen to? You could do like maybe either super specific or hmm. like not specific if you just want to go artist or
1: albums or even a song. I can just tell you like albums or songs that were really, really important to me and like I think people should listen to as a result of like it made me feel a type like, bro, I'm still gonna spin. 2014 forest hill drives by j cole from start to finish that's not really the album i want to co-sign because everyone knows it because it's fire but like that there's something to be said about an album that came out how many years ago yeah and, and there's a song at the end that's 15 minutes long and it's just him talking most of it and like if you're a real j cole fan you don't skip it <laughs> you just listen to him talk about the album at the end and love it because it's just it's fire but i would say okay actual three you need to listen to blonded by frank ocean or Channel or Frank Ocean You of need course. to go You need to go dive Into Frank Ocean's catalog If you love art Like it's It's a must
0: Wait did you hear The new
1: What Stuff with him Like huh? no. Just the rumors And stuff that He has a thing coming out Yeah I think I saw one tweet actually I thought you said something was, out. I was like, no, no 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 Dude yeah. Frank Ocean drops I'm, I'm like I'll, I'll leave this podcast Right now And go listen to the song <laughs> But I, like, I saw some
0: stuff, but I'm, like, I'm not sure if it's rumors or if stuff's actually happening. I
1: wonder, because when he came back to Instagram, and, like, he reopened his Instagram recently sometime this year, or, Mm. like, just at the end of 2018, and it was, like, Frankie, what's going on, bro? (laughs) You don't, you don't come out of hiding for nothing, like, I think we're gonna get some new Frank Ocean music soon, and I'm amped, like, dude, Channel Orange, album that, like, made high school for me, and I bump religiously still, like. Is not dating. It's quality music. Yeah, always recommend. Yeah, I agree. Like love it. Hundred percent agree. Another really a classic album. Um, or honestly, an artist I've been listening to a lot recently because I'm trying to get a little more back into singer songwriter stuff. Mm -hmm. And I can't really give you too much insight on it, but it's Bahamas. Like, oh yeah, dude, Dude, I love Bahamas. Oh my god, bro, (laughs) this guy's shit is unreal. The songs are just amazing there's this vibe they' they're like it's like the only happy music I love where I'm like yeah I know I want to be happy and listen to this because he even finds a way to be kind of sad in his happy songs dude, like, that's has, cool to yeah, me. yeah dude he has like a happy song about depression exactly like, He's talking about like my wife thinks I'm some low life and it's like the happiest sounding thing I've ever heard and I'm like that's really sad <laughs> like, that probably sucks dude I like anything that's like pushing like it's a clear artistic idea like that's cool artistry. To write something sad, mm-hmm. but the aesthetic is happy. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, that's like always, always an appealing thing with music. And uh, if I had to do one more, oh man, I listen to so much different stuff. It's so hard. Give man. me something that's like old, old, like a classic, a throwback album. Okay, honestly, I I have to say, Black Star by Black Star. Like <laughs> I, I have to. Like it's actually incredible, dude. It's like. Look at the date it came out in. It's like from I think mid 90s. They're being okay. Yeah, okay. it's boom bap era. They're being conscious, they're being woke. You have most def who's like an amazing fucking MC, Talib Kweli who's unreal too, and then DJ High-Tech. So you get these three icons that come together and make a group called Black Star at a time when hip hop was kind of like there wasn't Drake hadn't kind of bridged that R&B and hip hop scene yet. Like it wasn't really as accepted to talk about your feelings, I feel like. At that time, it was okay. kind of shifting. Yeah, yeah. But like to be intellectual and making hip hop and not just portraying some type of uh, more street life because that's just where it comes from. So naturally, that's what the content was centered around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you get these guys that are like doing like in a tribe, call, a tribe called Quest type thing where they're being yeah. woke and like making intelligence seem appealing and using like five syllable words that are like <laughs> I barely can say in speech and they're rhyming them. Like it's 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 like. You got to really put the context of when this came out and be like wow bro this is amazing you're being you're you're trying to wake people up and think that's the thing about black star i'm not a poor black man that grew up in a ghetto i don't i can't relate a hundred percent to that but i can relate to struggling i can relate to lower income living i can relate to that fight inside yourself that you want to strive for more and you want people to think and i think that's what they did and appreciate where they're coming from. yeah and always be like yeah and kind of like they're not ashamed of their roots. I fuck with that. You don't have to have a good story, bro. You don't have to come from a good place. Mm-hmm. But you have to, like, not bury it. You have to acknowledge it. And you want to change it, you talk about it. You know, you need to create dialogue. And that's what they were doing. And then they have stuff that's bangers and they have stuff that's vibes and a half on that same album. Like, I highly recommend Black Star by Black Star. Self titled album. <laughs> Unfucking real, bro. Cool. Sweet, man. So your EP, no final date. No final date, but I will say. I want to tell you guys March. Sometime in March. At the worst case scenario, or May. Or April. Yeah, April. I can't do months. I don't count. <laughs> I don't know the song. Whatever. I make my own songs.
0: <laughs> and um,
1: do we have a name? Yeah. It's called Circumstances. So that was kind of, I didn't know if I wanted to share it, but oh, it's okay. not a big deal. No, no. It's like, I should. It, it, it is definitive. It's Circumstances. We're, that's why I was saying it's this idea of, it's it's just an amalgamation of, circumstances of things that happened to me circumstances that pushed me in a certain way that brought me to a certain thing you know i like that that's cool yeah yeah, yeah thank that. you i appreciate that i hope i hope people feel that way too cool <laughs> all right so you heard it look out for it uh, sure. where can people find it where can they find you oh, sorry yeah wow you can find me on instagram at, at brvn music uh you can find me on twitter at brvn music uh I'm on Spotify, I'm on iTunes, I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on Deezer, I'm on all major <laughs> streaming platforms right now. And YouTube and stuff like that. Whatever you need. If you go to my if you get to my Instagram at BRVN music, mm-hmm. click my link tree in my bio. It you has can find there's a button there. It says SoundCloud, it says iTunes, it says Apple Music. Whatever the hell you are listening on is there. <laughs> but just if you're just on um
0: like iTunes or Spotify, mm-hmm. it's just BR. Sorry, yeah, if
1: you're going, my thank you, you you caught me. Good. If you go onto your Apple Music or you go onto Spotify and you type in BRVN, I'll be the artist. It's best because I have such limited content at the moment that the algorithms aren't acknowledging me as greatly. You should put a song title, so BRVN, Streetlights. BRVN, Uh She the Type. I will be the first person that comes up in those cases. But if you just put BRVN, you may have to search just a smidge harder. It's just a, just a little. It's not deep. You're not gonna go three pages back or something. But you're gonna no, have to scroll down only, one, two. Yeah. You know, it's all good.
0: Yeah. So that's what you're looking for. And look out for new EP soon. Circumstances, Hi, baby. man. Woo. Thanks for coming out. I'm really stoked that we actually got to do this. Yeah, man.
1: Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward. Like I'm down. I'm. I live to talk shit and make music. So <laughs> <laughs> like podcasts and and music promo. This is oh. <laughs> it's it's perfect. perfect.
0: that's it for this episode be sure to keep your eye out for braven's new ep and you can listen to it on whatever streaming platform that is your favorite but as always thanks for listening and i'll leave you with a single called she the type off braven's new ep that is set to release on april 5th so look out for it
1: She the type to tell you She's the type to tell you She the type to tell you She's the type to tell you that she loves you She the type to turn around and judge you I'm alive. if I don't want to rush you I'm alive. if I just want to trust you This ain't right, why you causing so much pain? Why you on that epigame? Say that you don't want me Just say it to my face and I promise I'll be your feet She the tide to tell you not to worry She the tie to tell you that she's sorry She the tie to make the lines blurry She the tie to leave you in a hurry All my life I just want to love you, babe I just want to love you, babe I just want to love you I just want to trust you I don't want to cut you off The circumstances, they demanded You could demand it, you didn't plan it I wanna be the one to make your heart jump It's your chest from the minute that the song starts I'm gonna leave your arms standing with some goosebumps